0: everyone. Laura here. Hope you're having a great summer. Today's podcast is a little different. We have the amazing spoken word artist and friend of the podcast, Rowan Higgins, performing her original work for us. Rowan is a poet, a speaker, a youth educator and an impact coach. Her name may sound familiar because she was on the podcast in June 2022, talking to Chris about the joys and the importance of creativity. We also have some videos of Rowan reading beautiful poetry on our YouTube channel. She is an incredible, powerful speaker, and I am so excited for this. So, without further ado, here's Rowan. Enjoy!
1: I pray for an intervention so divine. When I heard you robbed of your conscious, your intelligent mind. Uttering words that appear to have no comprehensive meaning but to open theirs, you just expressing your mixed feelings. Hearing voices when no one has even spoken in your head, provoking, choking, stopping you from breathing, no escaping. Can't close the doors for one quiet moment because verbal attack is coming back like I reject a token. I see you on bended knees, asking for atonement, thinking you've done wrong, send us to this cruel punishment. Trapped in your own mind, like a detained detention, breaking out just became your main intention redemption. I've come to the realization you're a beautiful person with a purpose. Your talents are so profuse you're stumbling over your confusion, which the devil left behind after his rude intrusion. Heavenly Father, please provide a resolution. I pray this uninvited guest will leave when the sun sets and when it rises over your horizon, you'll be blessed and darkness ceases to exist. Evil under arrest. Lift your head up, let him heal his child with a kiss. How many of us have taken the time out to listen to a soul who's been trapped between the walls of depression? How many of us reach out and realize that shades of madness is camouflage intelligence? How many of us have been told to go for a psychological assessment because we do not conform to the norms of society? Well, baby love, I overstood your madness when I heard you in the corner crying, singing, This is insanity, living with personality, crazy, seeing everybody so shady. How come everyone is ignoring me? Is this a conspiracy? Free, free your mind. Free your mind. Free your mind. I pray this uninvited guest will leave when the sun sets. And when it rises over your horizon, you'll be blessed. Darkness ceases to exist. Evil under arrest, lift your head up, let them heal you with a kiss for your mind. So that poem uh, was birthed out of my experience firsthand of mental health. Um, And it was just something that made me realize that the people around me that were struggling and fighting this disease, if you will, Many times we don't even recognize it, something sometimes you can't see, but it got to the point that it was taking over my household. Uh, it, it shifted my whole life, and there's so many people around me that I realize they're highly intelligent. They're the most compassionate, caring, loving individuals fighting these these attacks of their mind. And um, it's just a reminder for us to be kind, be compassionate, take care of ourselves, And, you know, before we burn out, whether it's on a job, the many roles that we play, the many hats that we wear to just learn to set our boundaries, to nurture ourselves so we can flourish. Take the time to figure out how you're going to move from survive to thrive. So that is what we call free your mind. Uh, Originally, when I wrote it, it was called divine intervention Mm -hmm. That piece is 20 plus years old, uh, probably around 24, 25 years. And that is the poem that got me into the space that we call spoken word poetry, slam poetry, or just poetry on a whole. Love is. You were admired, trusted. Feared, then dumped in the trenches. Suffering fatal injury, inhaling, decomposing stenches. Calculating for the enemy to counteract, to execute your death sentence. Love is wearing a bulletproof vest when it's useless because you have a chemical grenade embedded in your chest. Sounds simple to remove, but there are many great risks. One being it will detonate, leaving you in death's clenched fist. You are now strong, secured and protected. Then in an instant, when you felt most safe, you're attacked, not once, but twice, by this terrorist called love. Love is seeing that red flag, but still volunteering for that kamikaze mission. You're so filled with hate, it's now your preferred ammunition that is a reason for your treason. Then you call truce, but you still return next season. Love is standing with a tattered white flag in your back pocket, but still on red alert with those you meet, strategically thinking how to sink their fleet with rockets i can empathize with your battle of love but for me love has been like a game in unfriendly waters i sit in my battleship playing trivial pursuit trying to figure out my next move then i got hit i started to scrabble too late we're sinking let's climb the snakes and ladders i got to 98 and rolled the die off my tongue and i was in trouble i cried sos and landed on a chess board standing next to a king who, who doesn't think i'm worth fighting for So I go searching for my knight in shining armor. My vision gets blocked by these pawns. It was like finding Waldo. Yet I still have more X's than tick, tack, toe. I slow down, search some more. Suddenly I connect four. intimacy, passion, communication, and most of all, love is commitment. Love is not an emotion. It is a decision to commit in all the areas of our lives. Love is the very definition to our very existence. Love is. So for those of you who love board games, I'm sure you caught the references. But many times we treat love as something we will fully understand that we can, you know, get all the strategies, the cheat codes. We got to play games and strategize. But it's really about making a decision to just be committed and show up as our best selves for ourselves and for other people. History Untold. I came from the Gold Coast, Swaddled in Kinte. My story, your story unfolds, history untold. Now watching our children erasing their melanin because people on screens and magazines are telling them it's dope. A sickening game of Simon Says, played throughout time again and again, falling instructions on every station, saying, straighten your hair, sharpen your nose, sag your pants, dip and swing your arms low, play dumb, hide your books, because Massa will beat you. That was then, but you still let Massa mistreat you, and that slave master is you. Holding on nooses because we don't know our truth, hanging off the trees, swinging like strange fruit over our roots which holds a rich serum to nourish our youth. We allow society to keep our accomplishments underground, railroaded, under gum boots. Strip, chipped, and traded is what they told you. But if you flip through the original script, the truth will find you. You will see that we were the center of iron trade, but then traded and beaten with our own revenue. Gold mines and ivory no longer mine and definitely not owned by you. Our riches and identity is now a rare find. Stolen and hidden, our worth was always sought after, but here we are chasing that sage-colored pressed cotton paper, killing for that red blood-stained dollar, which you probably wouldn't do if you knew that before our currency was green, purple, blue, brown. It was gold. History untold of Nubian kings and queens, kingdoms and rich lands from Kush to the Serengeti. Our riches is a great big part of our identity from great black leaders, great teachers, inventors, builders of a great dynasty. But here we are being untold history. We are more than shipped cargo, cotton m- picking, music making, ball throwing, ganja bunding, drug slinging, slang talking, break dancing, unbelievable Afro wearing people. We are so great, our identity is inconceivable to our own tainted imagination. But here we are to free a generation and let them know that they can rule a nation by starting to learn, share, and tell that they are royal. So from this day forth, I no longer want to see Africa on her knees begging for mercy while watching her offspring scream, I can't breathe. I no longer want to hear the lies taught to our children that they come from poverty when they actually come from royalty. You are royal, 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 royal tea. We are royal, 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 royal tea. I am royal, 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 royal tea. So that poem is called History Untold. As someone who's had an experience of working with youth, children, and young people who um, are just dealing with many challenges, especially in my community, it's a reminder to let those um, who are challenged by the labels and the stereotypes and having to deal with constant prejudice, that they have untold stories there are so many great things about their history that has been hidden and stolen from them. And that if you just take a moment to know no matter what your background is, no matter where you come from, no matter what you've gone through, you are special, you are light, you are worthy, you are powerful, and you are royal.
0: Wow, thank you, Rowan. That was fantastic. We so appreciate your time and your energy. For more on Rowan, listen to episode 57 of our podcast from June 2022, where Rowan spoke to Chris about the joys and the importance of creativity. You can also check out her website at www.rowanhiggins.com. We'll have the links to all this and more in the show notes. So until next time, take care, everyone. To call our free literacy helpline, dial 1-888-521-8181 one
1: 521 8181 The Literacy Helpline is a free service that provides information and support for tasks that require reading, writing, and or digital literacy skills. This service is for English-speaking Quebecers, and that number again is one 521 8181